Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Welcome back to a Thursday edition here of the radio program. Have we played the sounder yet in this hour? Okay. So we haven't played the sounder yet in this in this hour, the EQC Note Thursday. When you hear the sounder, be the 12th caller to call in, and you will win $100 to the Emerald Queen Casino. David Gonzalez took home $100. Uh, Troy Cotchell of Olympia took down $100. And he, in fact, he's spending that $100 gas on prime rib for Father's Day. That was one of the best answers on the fly. What are you going to do? I'm going to go buy a prime rib and get ready for Father's Day. What would you do with that then? Keep it and you probably maybe season it and let it sit for a month? I guess. Put, a little, it, put a it in dry a dry age. Put it in a cooler. Yeah. Don't just leave it out on the counter. That's probably a bad move. Ah. So uh, when you hear the sounder, uh, Emerald Queen Casino, uh, your entertainment capital of the Northwest, emeraldqueen.com, your chance to win $100 every Thursday, EQC No Thursday, and it's on every show. Ian's going to give away $100 twice. Uh, Softy and Fane will give away $100 three times uh, during their show. Uh, the... Um, what is it, the Magnolia Village Voice, the Ballard Gazette? They have called this show on Saturdays. <laughs> the best thing yeah. since Joe Withy on Saturdays on 950 KJR. Has Blunt ever been on the Joe Withy show? Well, let's ask Do those him. Saturday guys kind of hang out together? Well, They're all kind of in the clubhouse. I, I, I have not. So. Yeah. I'm going to have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Terry that Blunt. Like Terry yeah. Blunt uh, yeah. joining us. Got a Saturday show. Uh, we like to call our segment with Terry. We check in with him on Thursdays. Uh, smoking sports with Terry Blunt. Uh, Terry's been at it eleven to one every Saturday right here on nine fifty KJR. Were you at the so, ball game yesterday, Terry, or were you watching this I on your phone was. on Facebook? I was there, and you know, I'm I was thinking last night. I've definitely covered in my career well over well over a thousand baseball games, mm-hmm. and I have never in my life seen a dropped. Strike three on what would have ended the inning for the third out and have two runs scored. I have never seen that before until yesterday. That's a legendary, that legendary Tim Kirchin line. You go to the, every time you go to a ball game, you'll see yeah. something you haven't seen before. That was just it was surreal. I mean, yeah. you couldn't you couldn't try to do that again and have it happen. So it, it was just really bizarre, and you know, such a great pitching performance by both those guys. I mean. Cologne just absolutely amazes me. The guy it defies the logic of physics. It's in every way. 45 years old, 260 pounds, and the guy's unbelievable. Hey, his official uh, weight, his official weight on MLB.com is 280. And as a pro- 280, all right. You know what? That's another thing I like about the guy. He doesn't lie about his weight. Oh, yes, he does. Oh, he's not 280. He's 300. I mean, every guy, big guys shave 20 pounds off their weight always. So, yeah, I mean, I'm telling you. (laughs) Terry, Terry, you've seen me. I'm 165. Oh, right. There you go. Look, here's the deal. If the 3010 people want to impress me, get Bartolo Colon on the plan and let's see how much we can get him to lose. That that would be well, amazing. First of all, no, Terry. That would be, that would be so, well, he probably wouldn't be any good if he lost all that weight. That's yeah, right. That's it. Loses mojo. They right. list him at 5'11", 285. I, I, have, I have stood next all to right. him. I am 5'10". Five, five, he is not 5'11". He's, he's like 5'8". I mean, he's tiny. Oh, yeah. And he is yeah, not 285. Not I mean, he's huge. The best I response. Love the guy. Yeah, the best response. Hope to all of us. That guy and Patrick Reed in golf, who I call Patty Chubbs. I yeah. love the guy. Yeah. It gives me hope that I can hit a good shot. It gives me hope that I can still throw a strike in my old age. It's just they're they're awesome. 
Yeah, and, so, and the, uh, the numbers aren't eye popping, but the guy made uh, he made thirty one starts in twenty fourteen, thirty three in twenty fifteen, thirty four in twenty sixteen, twenty eight last year. He's up. He's had nine starts. I mean, if he's if if he manages to not get his stomach injured by a line drive, he'll he'll make that was, that was the best part of the game. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, that was awesome. I mean, he just laughs it off. He takes a hard liner right off the beer belly, uh, makes the play. By the way, oh, the funny thing was is right before. Before the game started, talking to Bannister, Jeff Bannister, the Rangers manager, he was asked, who is the best fielding pitcher on the team? He said, far and away, Bartolo Colon. Far and away. Because he uses no his belly. Question. Yeah. The best part is when he, he answered it after the game. They asked him, did it hurt? And he goes, no, it, it hit my big belly. It, it didn't hurt at all. <laughs> He's the, just the best, The man. guy is this, I, really? absolutely priceless, man. Yeah. So, by, so I've, got, I've got your answer for the $12 million. Okay, perfect. Well, well, now, of if we if you had to select one that that we put up as our poll question, the executive team bash at Edgar's staff party at Dream Girls, replenish the grasshopper supply, or spruce up Occidental Avenue, just for giggles, which one would you choose of that of those? Well, I'm 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 going to go with Edgar's, I guess. Okay, just I'll let everybody get out there and and have a big party at at Edgar's. Okay, so. Uh, that's a good one. All That's right. not bad at all. Now, what about you? What would you spend the twelve? Okay, million? so here's the end. This is good for everybody. Here, I've done the math. Okay, okay. so there's like I'm not, I'm not exactly. There's like sixty home games left, something like that. Okay, each home game the rest of the way, you divide up the twelve million, and somebody wins in the neighborhood of two hundred thousand dollars that night. Somebody sure that boy. comes to the game is going to win two hundred grand that night. Okay. So that gives you incentive to go to the game. That means they're going to sell more tickets, and the Mariners are going to recoup some of the twelve million. And somebody every night is going to win two hundred grand. That's my, sure. that's my answer. Boy, this it's hard to find a hole in this argument. No, I like it all. <laughs> I mean, I, if, I, can it, are we all eligible? People that have a press pass that are eligible. Anybody that buy, no, no, no. Anybody oh, buy a ticket. ticket. You have to well, buy a ticket. I'll buy a ticket every so night. You buy, so let's say that meant they added that you announced this, and everyone knows if you go to the game, you have a chance to win two hundred grand if you buy a ticket. That's great. Mm-hmm. Say they sold an if they sold an extra five thousand tickets a night. That's nine. That's well over nine million dollars if you go by the average ticket price. You've actually put a so, lot of work into this. If this I is put, this whole show oh, yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. If I put this much work into anything I did, I'd still have a regular full time <laughs> afternoon high paying drive gig here. <laughs> Instead of limping along on this thing, man, I'd really be making big. This is a hell of a lot of work you put into this. Well, there's probably all kind of, unfortunately, there's probably all kind of gambling and gaming laws that are being broken doing this, even though the laws change, and that's going to change soon. But, yeah, it'd be fun, though. How much beer have you had delivered from Zeke's Pizza today? Yeah. Uh, Well, we're not going to count that. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, anyway, it'd be cool. Yeah. What the heck? I think They're it'd be I mean we, it, of course, but. we had a we were doing lunch with listeners and, and Jordan, who was going to have lunch at the pink door, had kind of, you know, flippantly mentioned something about taking care of fans or giving fans back. And I was thinking and I we were kind of joking around, but now I'm I'm serious about this now. I, I think it would be cool for the mayor <laughs> to honestly do it a fan appreciation night and whatever and, yeah. and whether it's you probably could, you couldn't do alcohol for the whole game, but mm-hmm. then gas came up the idea that hey, the the doors open at five, right? Right. So five to six, you say beers half off. So then you have right. that crowd; they can go in there and have half off beer for an hour or so. And then once the game starts, they say all food and drink, you know, pop and things like that, and uh, others, you know, all food and drink, it's free. It's on us tonight. 
and even parking in their in their garage. Parking in their mm-hmm. garage is free. And I don't know, Terry, how much that would be at the end of the day. They have $12 million they just got. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not a million. I, I would think it's not going to be a million dollars that they would ultimately spend. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I think, honestly, that would be a great PR move by this organization to oh, say no sorry to the fan base. Yeah, we're sorry that our best player is gone, and here's what we're going to do for you because of it. That's a that's a great idea. Now we can't go back. Of course, I remember the old nickel beer night days, and some of those were mm-hmm. an absolute disaster. So you can't do that anymore. That uh, throwing bats onto the field and fights and everything else you could imagine. But yeah, that your way of doing it would work. That would be a great idea. Nick and then for fun, in about the seventh inning on this night, they could come. They have Tom Hutler, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as an additional bonus to tonight's game, everything in the team store, as much as you can carry, is now free. And he had said thousands <laughs> oh, of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, be, oh, God. You think Black Friday's bad? Oh, Holy cow. People be killing to get themselves a Modesto nuts hat. <laughs> Moms are throwing their strollers off the off the way, pushing grandma oh, out of the way. It would be awesome. Gracious. Boy, I don't yeah. know why they don't have us running the show down there with these kind of great ideas. Martinez, oh, if you're listening, they're all free. Yeah. yeah, these are all free. We're just marketing geniuses, though, without question. Why are they? They need to hire us. Yeah. Hey, speaking they, of, they take one look at our suggestions and go, yeah, uh, yeah. we, you guys need to be drug tested. Why, why don't you guys go back and sit on the radio and come <laughs> up? With... Speaking of geniuses, let's ask you, genius. How do you think they're going to fare out of this? I mean, we, you know, Puck and I talked earlier today, Terry, that you know, God, if they could go five hundred over these eighty games, they're probably still likely in the hunt for something. Uh, can, yeah. can they withstand this without some kind of yeah. a major roster they're, move? They're they're one and one in the first two without. It. Yeah. <laughs> you know I don't. I, I they are, and I do agree with Jerry Depoto about this. They are a very resilient bunch. I, I mean, they they really have done a lot more than people thought with a lot of injuries this year. As a matter of fact, so and they they, they seem to rise to the occasion. But it's a lot to ask to go eighty games. And go forty and forty without your anchor player. Uh, it's it won't be easy. If they do it, they'll definitely be in the hunt. If I I'm my guess is, and I'm old and cynical, my guess is they can't do it. Mm-hmm. But if they do, then you've boy, you really set yourself up for uh, a fantastic finish. He's back. You've got to run at the playoffs, and you're going to sell a lot of tickets. And when he comes back, people would be a lot happier than when he comes back if that wasn't the case. So I, I don't, I don't know that they can. But if they do, then it says a lot about this team, about its character, about their determination. I mean, that game they won two nights ago, nine to eight, on the day where all this stuff happened, where mm. Cruz is out and gets hit by a pitch, and all the things that went wrong, and for them to come back and win that game in eleven innings. That, that was phenomenal. I think it said a lot about the group. And uh, yesterday's game was great, except for one fateful half inning that you know will happen to every team once a season. One crazy inning like that. But you know they got great performance out of Bergman. Unbelievable performance. Great defense. They played really well. And even service after the game, he said, you know, we're playing good baseball. We had a we had a, one of those crazy half innings that happens to every team, but we were playing really good baseball. So. I hope they can. I'm not sure that they can. It's just an awful lot to ask. But uh, if they can, then 
been, boy, it's going to be a fun August and September for the people of Seattle. Uh, we're smoking sports right now with Terry Blunt. He joins us here on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. You can find Terry's show every Saturday, 11 to 1 o'clock, right here on 950KJR, also on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now, the iHeartRadio app. All the live shows and podcasts are up there. Um, okay, so with Cano, though, Terry, the the reaction to the news, his apology – I'll just ask you, do you believe him that it was just a diuretic, that it had nothing to do with masking a steroid? No, of course not. I mean, there's just no chance of that. (laughs) You know, I've been down this road so many times with so many players over the last, you know, three or three and a half decades. It's just, it's just never true. Never. He's just way too smart a guy to have that be true. I mean, you wouldn't do this. You wouldn't go take a substance from your doctor without just, just asking, am I are we sure we're okay here? There, there's just, I just, I'm sorry, I'm old and cynical, but I don't believe it for a second. And you don't have to be it's, cynical to, to jump to the conclusion that, look, man, if this is going to cost you $12 million and you didn't do it, you wouldn't accept the suspension. You, I'm going to fight this legally because I'm getting screwed here. There's no way this guy yeah. is going to say it's going to cost me $12 million, but I didn't do it. Oh, okay. No way. Well, and then as soon as he gets injured, he goes ahead and drops all that and decides to accept it because he knows he's really only missing like 40 games. Right. Because he right. would have missed those other games anyway. So, which is something I think you'll see changed in the future in baseball. They won't let players do that. But yeah, I mean, there, there's just, it's just no chance of that being true. You know, it's in this era, these tests are so refined from what it was even five years ago to, to catch these guys doing this. And, I just, uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm just not going to believe it. I just don't think that's possible for him to have happened. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's too bad. But he's 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 a great player. He's going to come back and from this and still be a very good player and a guy that they can win with. Well, what do you think of the idea, and maybe, maybe I'm the only one that gets bothered by this theory, but what do you think of the idea that, now I know he can't be around the team, but maybe before the suspension happened he knew it was going to come down, that he could have addressed the team. You know, he hasn't addressed the team. I mean, I know he's talked to guys on the phone. You know, he wasn't yeah. the one that initially called them to tell them this was was happening. It was his agent to do it. I mean, I, I guess what I feel that's unfair for the guys inside that clubhouse, and they're never going to say anything publicly that are going to slam Robbie Cano. They would never do that. But they have to sit there and be left to answer all the questions about Cano, and then he gets to be away. He gets to be in Philadelphia, and then wherever he's going to go to spin the suspension because he can't be away from the team. But he doesn't have to answer any of the music right now. No, but I think, you know, these guys are kind of used to it in some ways because, look, this happened to Cruz. It's happened to Gordon. They've been on teams, even if they're not, you know, involved directly, they've been on almost all of them have been on teams where this happened to someone. So for them, I think it's almost like routine. It's, it's just part of the game that happens these days, and they're not surprised by it. I mean, a lot of these guys had it happen to them for players in the minor leagues. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, I think they just kind of take it with a grain of salt. In this case, it's a little different because it's really the team leader. It's, it's your guy. You know, it's your number three hitter. It's your Hall of Fame guy. So that makes it a little more difficult and a little harder for them because it brings more attention to it. But I really think for these guys, it's just part of the drill these days. They're they're used to it. They they've seen it so many times, and it's not even a it's not even much of a shock to them anymore. And don't you think? Actually, let me back up. Here, I'll tell you, Puck and I've talked about this. I don't want to tell you what to think, but will the fan reaction be affected when he comes back by how they are? In other words, if they do go let's say 40 and 40, and they tread water, and they come out of this, and on August 12th or whenever it is, they're 
two games out of the wild card berth and they're right in the hunt. Will the fans be more forgiving than if they go off a cliff now and they're way out of everything and by the time he gets back they don't have any chance of doing anything? That, that'll affect fan reaction, in my opinion. I agree. I mean, I think that's going to have a big part in it. If they just completely go in the tank here and they're in fourth place when he comes back and they're 20 games out of it, that they're going to blame him for it. Mm-hmm. There's no question about it. But if he comes back, and they're tied with the Angels for a wild card spot, or they're two games behind the Astros for first place, they're not going to care what he did. They're going to know he can help them get in the playoffs and win. Right. I mean, that's the way fans are. You know, fans want to win. That's all there is to it. So, and, and but they, you're right. I believe that. If they come back and they're ba- if he comes back and their their season's over, he's going to take the brunt of it. They're going to blame him for it. And and fans also, based on the debate for a, over a decade now. Are, are split. I don't even know if it's evenly. There are a lot of fans that just don't care about this. That are like, why is this even a big deal? Why are guys suspended? Anybody would do it. And then there, there are others that say, look, you're breaking the rules. You got to pay a price. But there's some people who will cheer him when he's back because they don't think he should have been gone anyway. Well, look how popular Barry Bonds right. is to this day in San Francisco. Right. He's beloved. They don't care. Yeah, I mean, and there's a there's people who there's writers, there's journalists who think, you know what? Let's just throw it out, let them do whatever they want. Let's just let's everybody's on an equal plane. We're not even going to worry about it anymore. I don't think that'll ever happen because there is an actual physical damage to your to your body and your life that comes from doing that can come from doing this. That can it can kill you. You know, look at Lyle Alzado, guys like that. So you know, I don't think that'll ever happen, but. The fans in general think, look, I want whatever is going to make my team win, I'm okay with it. And you see that in in guys that have a criminal offense, too. Uh, I think there's a big backlash these days against guys that on the whole domestic uh, violence issue. That's become such a big deal, and I'm I'm happy about that, that they're really – even fans uh, just don't want to put up with the guy who's been doing that anymore. But in general – you know, they don't really care about your personal life and all that as long as you add something to helping their ball club win. Anybody else find the, the irony in that the guy that's going to replace Robinson Cano suspended 80 games is a guy that was suspended 80 games for a oh, no, no. drug? Yeah, right. That's just that's, unbelievable. It's just, and then every time yeah. I look at D. Gordon, um, I'm like, what were you using them for? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Did, He's it, like it 130 work, pounds. Yes. But again, it's about recovery <laughs> and it's about, you know. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I, well, I wrote about just why. Why is it worth it? Why for a guy like Robinson Cano, is it worth the risk? You've got a $240 million contract that you've got no matter what. Why is it worth the risk? And it's just these guys have reached the point, I think, where they they have to be sure they can continue to play at a certain level and they don't want to go backwards. That's right. I mean, and, uh, look at the entertainment business in the last you know year and a half, two years. We lost two people to painkillers, Tom Petty and Prince. Why was it worth it? Because they they couldn't do what they could do as a younger person, and they took painkillers to mask right. that. But you know, it's it's a it's not a painkiller for Cano, but he knows his body, Terry, and he's like, man, I'm slipping a little bit. I need to work out more. I got to do this, and, yeah. and he's right at that age. That's why the other thing about the, the, this that makes it kind of hard to believe his whole. Oh, I didn't know what I was doing. He's right at the age where that starts is. happening for a ball player. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, although I don't, you know, there, there's all kinds of crazy rumors out there that this was going on all along. It was one of the reasons the Yankees didn't make a serious bid to keep him. Mm-hmm. Who knows what the truth is? Yeah. But I know this that well, you know, when these guys say that it was an accident, I, I didn't mean to do it, and all that. 
99.9% of the time, it just ain't true. Yeah. Right. I'm sure you're going to talk more about this on Saturday. What else do you have planned uh, Saturday, 11 to 1 o'clock, right here on 950 KJR? We've got some interesting things coming up. We're going to have Art Teal on. He wrote a story for The Athletic this week that's really a wonderful piece about the hardships that have befallen James Donaldson, you know, mm-hmm. the former uh, player for the Sonics and also went to Wazoo, uh, really well-liked here, lives, he still lives here, ran for mayor about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's, he's, he's fallen on some really difficult times, and it was a touching story. And uh, we're going to have Art on to talk about the story and, and the things that have happened to James Donaldson. And, you know, he was back, and he spent his first four years of his NBA career with the Sonics. He was part of the famous uh, – uh, front line that had Sigma and Lonnie Shelton that, that Art termed it, I think, the, the Winnebago wall for the Sonics. <laughs> and, you know, he's a, he's a really well-liked guy here, but he's, he's had a very difficult last couple of years uh, with a heart condition and a lot of things that have happened in his life financially. And mm-hmm. it was a wonderful story, and, and Art's going to come on and talk about that. He's also going to talk to us a little bit about, we want to talk more about the whole issue of gambling and where this is headed now because of the court ruling mm-hmm. and what it's going to mean for state by state, what it's going to mean here. And will people be involved in sports uh, that weren't involved otherwise because they can gamble? I think the answer to that is clearly yes, because there's a lot of people involved in sports today that wouldn't be involved uh, playing fantasy leagues and all that just because they can gamble. So, and what it means for revenue for teams. So we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. You guys stole my thunder, by the way. Oh, I love when we steal ago. thunder. Love it. Uh, I was, you know, I do this thing every week, the sports Hall of Fame are the sports uh, sports Hall of Honor are the sports walk of shame and you guys took my sports walk of shame with Joey Votto. Oh, oh Joey Votto, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, gee, yeah. come on, dude, really? Yeah. You dish your own country, That's your own country, country. bud. Yeah. What's your problem? Such a so, non-Canadian uh, thing to do. Yeah, Canadians are so lovely too. It's it's a, we we love them up. All right, so I, I just. Anyway, yeah, eleven to so one. Pick another one. Eleven to one o'clock on Saturday. Blunt Sports uh, with Terry Blunt. Appreciate it. It'll be fun. And, Thanks, Terry. Uh, I'll have to. I'll have to check on those other shows too. Maybe. I mean, I'll have to go on those. Yeah. No. Reciprocate. No. 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 Yeah. <laughs> just. Just. Just on ours, Terry. No. No. You meant the Win Play show. Oh, the Win Play. Yeah. Curtis go Crabtree's F one preview yeah, with the and then the F one preview show with Curtis uh, four to five uh, a.m. on Sundays. Yeah. Uh, he he gets up early, so you have to get up early to join him. So it's a it's a tough. So, well, now, I'm, well, I'm you know I'm getting up early Saturday. I got to see the royal wedding. I mean, Terry, come on. Oh, perfect. So. Of course. All right, Terry. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> All right, see ya. There he is. Terry Blunt, uh, Blunt Sports with Terry Blunt, uh, Saturdays, 11 uh, to 1 o'clock right here on 950 KJR. Very quickly, can I give you a couple of very, we have the funniest response to a poll question yet. Okay. Because there's always a comment underneath. So there's a few, I got Bill Swartz, legendary Swartz sports. Swartz A! He checks in with Give Gas a Raise. That's oh, what they should do with the 12 million. Uh, Keith Miller says, tattoos for the entire team and staff, all saying good. And then. Jeff Moore, who I looked at his Twitter thing, he's a storm chaser in Memphis, Texas. Love it. Jeff's comment is, Jesus, what a dumb poll. (laughs) Finally, somebody gets me. (laughs) The mayor of Maple Valley coming up next. We'll find out what's happening with his show.